Hey, Disney Cruise fans, it's Wes. If you'd like to support the show, please consider booking your next Disney trip with us. We are independent travel agents affiliated with Mickey World Travel, a platinum Disney earmarked agency. Though we specialize in Disney cruises, we book all Disney destinations. We'll help you with all the planning details and make sure you don't miss out on anything important. Of course, if it is a Disney cruise, we'll give you some onboard credit up to $1,000 to spend on your trip. That's free money to spend on whatever you want just for booking with us. Spa treatments, port adventures, merchandise, adult dining experiences. It doesn't cost you anything to work with us, and you'll pay the same as if you book directly through Disney. So you might as well get some extra spending money to take with you. If you're interested, send me an email at wes, W-E-S, at mickeyworldtravel.com. And now, on to the show. Hey everyone, welcome to episode number 114 of the DCL Dude Podcast. My name is Wes and I want to thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode. I've been excited about today's show topic for a while, so I can't wait for you to hear it. But let's get to a couple DCL news stories first. Uh, The information on this first topic that I want to cover may seem a little vague, but that's because I think the information online is a little vague. Uh, For those of you who will be traveling to Europe and to Alaska with Disney Cruise Line this summer, please be sure to visit the dedicated page on Disney Cruise Line's website, but also be sure to use the links that they provide to take you to the specific websites of the various countries of embarkation. So, um, Disney Cruise Line's what know before you go site has been updated with the um, countries of embarkation. Be sure to click on those links that'll take you to an external source um, for each of those countries because there's a lot of important information there. Many of the countries that Disney Cruise Line will be sailing from this summer have their own requirements when it comes to uh, health and safety protocols. So please be sure you are aware of what is required before you depart for your trip. Uh, Disney Cruise Line has its own requirements, but those are separate from what is required by the host countries. And those host countries may have some different requirements for you just to enter the country that are different from Disney Cruise Line's requirements to sail once you get there. So please familiarize uh, familiarize yourself with those. Um, it's they're a bit confusing um, and 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 a little bit hard to follow. I even have been uh, having a hard time following them myself. So just spend some time uh, looking through those and make sure you're all uh, all up to date. And speaking of health and safety protocols, uh, there was a pretty significant update to Disney Cruise Line's pre-embarkation testing policy that will take effect here in the coming weeks. Um, Up until now, as I'm sure you all know, everyone has been required to take a COVID test at the port prior to getting on the ship. Um, But for cruises departing from a U.S. or Canadian port of call after June 7th, Disney Cruise Line is giving passengers the option to test prior to arrival, which will then exempt them from having to test at the port. Um, Proof of a negative test, if you want to go this route, must be uploaded to Safe Passage by midnight prior to embarkation day, uh, and that test must be taken no more than two days before the sale date. 
Guests who do not upload the required tests results to safe passage by the pre-trip deadline must still be tested at the terminal prior to boarding the ship, and the cost for the tests at the port will be charged to the passengers. So really, long story short, everyone still needs to uh, to to uh, provide proof of a negative test prior to boarding. Uh, it's just that the guests will now be absorbing the costs. If you have any questions, please visit Disney Cruise Line's Know Before You Go section of the website. Um, I'm also happy to try to answer your questions uh, if you want to send me a direct message. So uh, either way it works. Uh, and the last one is not necessarily news related, but I thought it was pretty cool. There was a YouTube account in the Netherlands, uh, which is where the, the, the wish is currently located, posted a video last week of what sounds like the wish testing one of its new Mickey horn melodies. Uh, the YouTube account is called Eam shaven online. Um, it's a really short clip, but take a listen and, uh, and see if you can figure out which movie the song comes from. I don't think it'll be too difficult to figure it out. Um, and to be clear, this is not a confirmed new Mickey horn, uh, but it just, it seems like something that we may hear, uh, on those, uh, those, uh, at noontime on those sea days this coming summer. Take a listen. So pretty cool, huh? I, I thought that was really interesting and, and thought it, uh, it would be fun to share with all of you. So I uh, hope you enjoyed that. And now that you're all caught up, let's get to this week's episode. So the Disney Wonder recently completed its journey around the Hawaiian Islands with two round-trip cruises originally departing from Vancouver. In total, the two cruises combined for 10 days at sea and called on four different ports spanning four different islands. And though the Wonder had been scheduled to visit Hawaii a couple times over the past few years, this was Disney Cruise Line's first visit since 2015. Um, those itineraries have always been very intriguing to me, and we actually had one booked in the spring of 2020. Uh, excuse me, the spring of 2020. Ultimately, that obviously didn't work out, and our elusive Hawaiian vacation was put on hold once again. My family has actually planned a trip to Hawaii on three different occasions, and none of them have uh, have worked out yet. Um, so having never been to Hawaii and really wanted to experience it, it so badly, I've always wondered if a Disney cruise would be a good way to visit and still come away with you know the feeling that we we got the the full Hawaii experience. And so that's one of the things I'm I'm looking forward to finding out in today's episode, where I have invited a guest on the show who recently sailed on the first leg of the two Hawaii cruises, and I'm excited to hear about his experiences. So, without further ado, I'd like to welcome Paul onto the show. Hi, Paul. Hey, good day, Wes. How you doing? I'm doing very well, thank you. Uh, thanks for coming on. Paul joins us actually from um, from just north of Vancouver. Is that right, Paul? Yeah, you bet. I'm in uh, Prince Rupert, British Columbia, which is right on the coast, uh, just south of Alaska. Uh, we can see Ketchikan uh, from my hometown. We're wow. a community of about fifteen thousand people. Okay, and uh, and and just before you know, we turned the audio on. You were telling me that you can actually see. The wonder sailing through, you know, the the channels there is that is that true? 
Uh, pretty close, yeah. I mean, it depends, but it, it, which way it's going. But uh, yeah, it sails out of Vancouver and does the Alaska markets all summer long, and it sails uh, right, you know, right just on the other side of the islands from uh, from our our hometown here. Well, that's pretty cool. So, I one of the things about cruising out of uh, excuse me, cruising to Alaska that really is intriguing to me. Obviously, the the cruise to Alaska, the idea of that. Uh, uh, appeals to me a lot, but I've never had the chance to visit the city of Vancouver. And from everything that I've heard, the city of Vancouver is just a really great city to experience with just the scenery and the things to do. Have you been able to spend much time in Vancouver at all? Do you know the city pretty well, you know, living in that area? Yeah, you bet. I'm, I'm down there for work, um, you know, once in a while and, and it's, it's our, it's our connection point, our, our, our hub to the rest of the world when you fly out of out of my town here in Prince Rupert. So yeah, I'm fairly familiar. It, it's a beautiful city. It's right on the ocean. Uh, you've got you know mountains, snow-capped mountains on one side, uh, beautiful ocean with with whales. You know, it, it, wow, it's yeah. an amazing, amazing city. Yeah, you bet. If uh, if someone was flying in for you know a day before and just had a, a day to kill, what, what kind of what kinds of things that would you uh, would recommend that they do? I know I'm putting you on the spot here because I didn't prepare you for this. Um, no, so if you're not ready for it, I, I apologize. But yeah, what anything that comes you know comes to mind? Oh, the, the, there's the Catalano Bridge, uh, which is a beautiful suspension bridge. Um, there's the Grouse Mountain. Uh, there's the the, the seawall that goes all the way around and into Stanley Park. There's lots of beautiful, you know, as our license plate says, lots of beautiful British Columbia to see uh, in, in in that area. Any of those. The Capilano Bridge is, is pretty amazing. A, a few people on our cruise uh, actually went and did that for oh. the one day in Vancouver and just were just in awe. They, they loved it. Nice. Yeah, I, I mean, when we, we – on our lone Alaska cruise that we've done, we actually sailed out of Seattle, um, you know, which was our first visit there as well. And that that's a really cool city. We we really enjoyed our time in Seattle. But really would love to visit Vancouver sometime, so hoping to do, uh, to do that one of these days. Um, sure. So, yeah, I – why don't you – why don't we start by just having you tell us the cruise that you went on. Obviously, we know it's, you know, Vancouver to Hawaii, but – um, do you have kind of the, the specific itinerary of, uh, of your cruise handy? Uh, yeah, you bet. I mean, so like you, like I was booked on, uh, on this thing in, uh, in the spring of 2020 Oh, okay. and, and it got, uh, it obviously got canceled and was rebooked, uh, over and over again. And, uh, that, that was my learning lessons about, uh, next time using a, a travel uh, person because doing it on my own was uh, <laughs> yeah. so anyway so it was rebooked several times and finally uh it, it it came to so this was a sailing a 10 day out of vancouver it was my my fourth cruise with with disney um and uh, it was a sailing that sailed on april 26th out of vancouver and and finally arrived we got off the ship on may 6th in uh, in honolulu okay and uh, do you remember the islands that you visited? Uh, yeah, we went. So the first stop, and, and from what I understand, is any ship coming into the Hawaiian island has to stop in Honolulu. That's what we were told. Oh, okay. So our first stop was actually Honolulu. Um, then we went to Nuili Wili, which is, in, uh, which is Kauai. And then we did uh, Maui. Uh, and then we went back to, to Oahu or back to Honolulu to get off the ship. Yeah. Awesome. Very cool. cool. And and you mentioned having done four other cruises before this. When was the the last Disney cruise that you took prior to this one? 
Uh, we did uh, January 2019 on the Fantasy, and it was the Western Caribbean. Oh, okay. Port Canaveral. Yeah. Nice. And have you your other so your other two were they all out of Port Canaveral, or were have they been? Have you visited other destinations as well? We we sit, so very first cruise was uh, January 2016, which was Port Canaveral, and that was also the Western Caribbean. Okay. Then we did uh, then we did a Mexican Riviera out of San Diego oh, in nice. 2017, and then we did the 2019 again uh, Western. I really want to get to that Eastern Caribbean at some point, but uh, yeah. So that's where it all started. 2016 uh, was our first one. Great. Okay. All right. So, what uh, what kind of stateroom did you did you have for this for this cruise? Yeah, we were we were on the seventh deck, um, a deck seven seven five three four. Great stateroom between the front and mid um, uh, elevators and, and stairs, uh, and we had the, the veranda. Oh, I, I nice. can't remember the category. A five B or something like that. But it, you know, it had it had the veranda. It had the you know the, to be able to to go outside on on the deck so yeah really nice uh really nice room yeah, for that's, sure. that's perfect and who who did you travel with uh so it was myself my wife dana and then my son jacob okay three. yeah very good and how old how old is your son he's 14 all right nice yeah. very cool yeah. so i think uh i think if i remember correctly when i was looking at the itineraries it was five days across the pacific ocean to get you down to hawaii um so obviously that's a lot of a lot of spending time uh around the ship so you know how tell us about your days at sea sailing to hawaii what you know what kinds of things did you did you do around the ship yeah for sure yeah i mean so um, you know, first of all, the, the first few days, you, you know, you're still in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, so, you know, not a lot of shorts and, 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 uh, and deck time, which, okay. time, which for somebody that lives here, like that's, and that hasn't, especially hasn't gone anywhere to see a palm tree and some sun. That's where us in, in Northern British Columbia, Canada yeah. want to go. Right. So, but the first couple days was still, you know, a bit, uh, a bit on, on the cold side, okay. chilly side. So, you know, a lot of indoor stuff. So, I mean, we, we did, I mean, the first time, that was the first time I ever played bingo. Loved oh, all right. It. You know. What would you think? We, it was fun. It was great. We <laughs> it had a is blast. fun, yeah. You know, it, it, was, it was great. Um, you know, movies, obviously. Like, I finally got to watch, you know, a couple movies that, that I hadn't seen in the Buena Vista Theater. We did the Paulo Brunch. We did the Rainforest Room. Um, that was great. I wish we had done that again. It, it's it's $30 for the day. Uh, you can go in as many times as you want, and and that's where the you know the steam room. It's in the spa area. That was really cool. Um, you know, we we just we played we played Uno. Like just you know, we got to do stuff that that you just you, you just with you know how life is right. Like for everybody out there listening to, it's busy. So having a game of like Uno with your family, we you know we did that. We did a few um, tasting mixologies. The um, the champagne and uh, and and the actual mixology itself, uh, which was great. And then as things started to get a little bit warmer outside, then it was you know a bit more funnel vision pool time. There's the twist and pout, uh, spout slide. Um, it it really it was a bit of both. Some days we did we did not as much. It lay down, read a book, you know, just spent some time. 
you know, underneath uh, the blanket uh, on, on deck. And, and other days we, we packed it full. You, you know, it was it was just it was amazing. It was, it yeah. was great. Yeah. I love that. I, 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 you know, a lot of the times when you do the, the, you know, the four night cruises that might have a day at sea in there, or you have the seven night cruises that have two or, you know, two or three days at sea kind of mixed in. But they're they're broken up with, you know, with. Um, with, with port visits in between, but to have five in a row where you just, I, I, I imagine that I I love what you said about just being able to play, you know, something as simple as playing Uno with your family, something that you would otherwise just completely take for granted. But when you're, you know, you're on a cruise ship, you're sort of isolated from the world a little bit, right? Because you're in the middle of the Pacific ocean. Um, yeah. Just to have that, you know, that quality time to spend with your family, I, I think that's, um, I, I, I would imagine that would be almost a, an invaluable experience. And so, um, and I know another thing that when, you know, when we're, when we have a day at sea, we're constantly like, okay, what's the next thing we want to go to? What's, you know, what's on the, what's on the navigator? What can we squeeze in? And having that time to sort of spread it out over the course of a couple of days, I think would just be, um, would be a lot of fun. Um, yeah. I did want to follow up with you on uh, on the rainforest room. So they, you know, they recently went back to the way it used to be in the rainforest room. Did you have other families um, or other parties in the rainforest room with you? Um, just like one other person. So, okay. so the, the, the the I guess the kind of the beauty of of, of this cruise was that uh, the ship holds somewhere around twenty five hundred people or something like that. Mm. I don't know the exact number. But from what I understand from our cruise director, we had 1,051. Wow. So the ship just never felt busy. I mean, it is really, uh, it, it is a great time to sail, you know, and it's not the first cruise or podcast. Right? I've listened to some other podcasts, yours, of course, and I hear other people say the same thing. It, you know, like the magic is still there, right? Like in, in with Disney and then there weren't, uh, there weren't a lot of people. So to answer your question, uh, you know, like one other time there was like one or one or wow. two other people in there. It just, it just wasn't that, that busy at all, but it was, I had one of the best naps of my life and what you get that heated, uh, oh, unbelievable. Uh, yes. T- tile, uh, <laughs> thing. And, and it was just, yeah, it was amazing. Fantastic. Yeah. It yep. was good. Yep. Yeah. And, um, so how, how did your son feel about the five days at sea? You know, 14 year olds, a little bit harder to entertain, I feel like. Uh, a little bit, you know, like like to have different experiences. What were his thoughts on the, you know, the number of days at sea, and was he able to sort of, um, you know, enjoy enjoy that many days, uh, not being able to step foot on land? He yeah. I'll I'll start with this. At one point, I I bumped into him and said, "Oh, are you on this cruise? <laughs> well, okay, <laughs> you know, because yeah, like he there was like." there was like a group of like, so he went to the vibe, right. Which is that, that, that age group. And and they were amazing in there and they had them doing all kinds of fun stuff. But like, there was like a group of, of like seven or eight of them. And they just like stuck together. Like even in the morning, I'd be like, okay, let's go to Cabana's for breakfast. And he'd be like, well, uh, my friends just messaged. They're just going there now. Can, can I, can I go? So it was, it it, it was perfect. That's great. a good balance of, of family time, but they had a blast. In fact, when we got home, you know, uh, he's running around the house with his phone, FaceTiming a friend that he just met from Miami. Wow, okay. Our, our cats, you know, so <laughs> it, it was, it was good. He had, there were no, there's lots for them to do. 
Um, and it was it was really a good balance, and, and he met some really cool friends on there for sure. Great That's people. awesome. That's great. I I mean, no, I'm I'm glad to I'm glad to hear that. Um, so this is you know the Hawaii cruises are a bit of a uh, you know a unique special itinerary. Uh, it's not one that we see very often, and you know there were only two of them this year, right? Um, did they have any special events or shows or presentations, anything on those days at sea or, you know, even, even once you got down to Hawaii, anything on board that was sort of special, um, and out of the ordinary a little bit? Yeah. I, I mean, they had, um, they had, uh, so one drink of the day, they had pineapple, like pina colada and actual pineapple, Oh, nice. uh, which, 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 which was great. Um, they had, they actually brought from this is what my wife told me because she went and took the and it's pronounced ukulele, not ukulele. Oh, okay. They were, she, they were all corrected in 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 the in the ukulele lessons. Um, she took the the lay making lesson, the hula. Oh wow! Um, and, and the ukulele lessons. She went and did 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 uh, all of that. And they actually, it sounds like they brought the cast members and employees in from the Olani uh, Resort. In Hawaii, they brought them onto the ship to be able to do those things for that sailing. So, so there was they, they had everything from in the Buena Vista Theater. They had uh, they had a, a, a lovely lady in there that was going over some of the history of Hawaii, um, and then everything from and then of course you know in 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 the in the theater they also played like you know Lilo and Stitch and Moana. They did have. Um, uh, Stitch and Moana around the ship quite a fair bit, and I don't know if that would be any more than you know than a regular cruise in the Caribbean, let's say. But they were definitely there. Um, but yeah, I mean, I th- the 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 lay making, the hula, and the ukulele lessons uh, was something that I think they tried to offer a more you know Hawaiian centric you know experience. Yeah. So that was that was pretty oh, cool. I love that. I mean, I that, that that sounds amazing, and I love how they bring the the local experts on board as well to you know to give like you said the history and stuff. I just I think that's I I I can't speak to what other cruise lines do in you know on itineraries like this, um, but I know that's one thing that Disney tends to do really well is is offer those authentic experiences when they're visiting these you know, these unique places. And, and I just, I think they do a really good job at that. And, you know, to any, you know, anybody who's listening, I would certainly encourage them to attend those, those special events because, you know, they don't, they don't happen very often that they're, they're sort of exclusive to these, um, to these unique itineraries. So, uh, I love to hear that, that Disney was doing that. Um, great. That's awesome. Um, did they have any, exclusive merchandise available for this cruise uh any hawaii themed merchandise and i imagine it's probably pretty limited but how was uh how was the variety yeah it 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 was they had um you know i I remember i wanted this one this one piece of clothing like a top it was like a long sleeve shirt and and it, it sold out fairly quickly so they you know they probably had i don't know somewhere between you know, four to five, four to six items of clothing that sort of were that had Hawaii on them, and um, and and that was kind of about it. I mean, the merchandise in in the store was, you know, I think what they generally have in there, from pin trading to towels and and coffee mugs and that kind of thing. Um, but you know, they kind of had this one section where they um, where they had like some Hawaii uh, clothing. Okay. Uh, oh yeah. 
and that and and, and that was about it. Not not a lot, but yeah, but okay. they, they they did have a little bit for sure. Gotcha. All right. And before we move on from the days at sea, I know you mentioned there were a couple couple unique nope. experiences uh, on your cruise. You want to just talk about those a little bit? Yeah, you bet. Yeah. Um, you know, one kind of un, un, unfortunate was so our, our, so we left on a Tuesday and then the very next night, the 20s, the 27th um, at uh, at about in the evening, just just after dinner, the captain came on and said that we were actually at, the ship was turning back towards uh, North America, towards the mainland. And at that point, if we drew a straight line across, we would have ended up somewhere around Eugene, Oregon, the Portland area. And they had a they had a, a, a somebody they had to get off the ship at a, at a medevac uh, situation. They had an emergency with with a, a guest on board. So first they said that it was going to be about a 12-hour sailing towards land, and then they'd be able to do a transfer by boat, I guess, and then they would turn around and start heading back to Hawaii. And, and they weren't sure how that was going to impact our, our, our arrival time to Hawaii. And then after a couple hours, the captain came back on and said that they were, uh, they were actually going to do this by helicopter, by medevac. Um, and so the U.S. Coast Guard sent out what I believe are, are two helicopters um, and uh, and then they, they they shut down the bow of the ship from any cruise guests, and, um, and you, you can actually see it on YouTube. I, I think if you if you YouTube uh, Disney Wonder Hawaii uh, Coast Guard or something like that, you, it'll pop up. The Coast Guard actually has footage of it. I, I sent you the link yeah, there. Yeah, it's a, it's an and, amazing uh, video. Yeah, and you can and you can see them hoisting up. You know, uh, unfortunately, this person with you know, and prayers, hopefully that everything worked out. They right. never. Did did find out so hopefully everything everything worked out for the best for 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 that you know for them and the family um so then so that that got us back on 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 course and and back going um and then the next morning uh, all of a sudden you i could hear the, the you know the horn of, of the ship and not the mickey horn but the regular yeah you know, ship horn and, and it was going off a few times and we started slowing down and turning and and, and then i looked outside and there's this lifeboat that's just floating there in the middle of the ocean. Um, and I'm, and we're like, Oh wow. Like what is going on here? And, and they kept on trying to, to, you know, make noise and nothing opened, nothing opened. And then, you know, and I remember saying like, they're going to have to go out and with, with a boat and check to make sure no one's in there. And, and then uh, after about 45 minutes, the captain came on and said that, that their Marine data shows that that's a, the boat is abandoned. There's nobody in the lifeboat. Oh, okay. And, and it was from a, a cargo ship that caught fire in, I believe, 2014. Oh, what? It, it, yeah, so that so if the lifeboats work, um, it's been out there floating around. No way. Yeah, since since 2014, and so you know that they 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 came to a conclusion that there was nobody on board. It was abandoned. The the passengers had been rescued, and so then we were back on our merry oh, way. Wow. I was it was just kind of like you know when you're out that far and you look around like you really get a sense of uh you know uh of, of where you are right yes so, right how vast the ocean is yeah yeah, yeah. so to, to 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 bump into that yeah you know, like that all of a sudden was kind of like you know wow really right, but, right. luckily nobody was there and, yeah and, yeah so those were kind of the first so that was that was the wednesday morning and then after that it was kind of uh, as we say, smooth sailing. And it was actually smooth. I was surprised at how smooth I thought being out in the open ocean was going to be a lot, uh, a, you know, a little more moving around there, sure, but yeah. no, 
pretty stable though. Oh really? Way. And I and I've I've heard that the Pacific Ocean more so than the Atlantic is a little bit more choppy, um, you know, in the open in the open water. So um, that's interesting to to hear that. That's it's nice yeah. that you had smooth sailing for sure. Yeah, it was good. Um, one other thing that I forgot to uh, ask you, just sort of related to uh, Days at Sea, but the, the 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 main dining restaurants, did they have any Hawaiian themed menus? Did they have you know or 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 specific offerings on the on the uh, menus? That that they didn't. It, it okay. seemed like the regular. Um, some of the menus I can remember. From, oh, okay, interesting. From the other ones, it was it was uh, it was you know the the Tiana's place, yeah. anime palette. And uh, Tritons, and and there was I don't think there was really anything to there was there was a couple of items on the menu that you know the tuna and that kind of thing that would be you know kind of Hawaiian, but sure. there wasn't a lot a, a lot with 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 that. No, not okay. too much. Okay. So, had you visited Hawaii before this cruise? Just you know, uh, tra- the traditional way, I guess I would call it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been I've been once. Okay. Um, over um it was kind of like we went to we went to honolulu we went to waikiki oh nice um if one thing i learned from from this cruise and seeing other islands and other places it's it's definitely there's there's a there's a lot more place you know there's i'll say for me there's a better place for me to go than than waikiki beach but uh but uh that was that was my that was my second time okay i'm by airplane yeah nice all right so you finally make it to Hawaii. Your first stop is Honolulu. Um, did you get off the ship in, in Honolulu? The you know the first time that you visited, and and what kinds of things did you do while you were ashore? Yeah, we we, we did. We um, we planned. So being just a silver uh, cast member, you, your booking window to book excursions gets limited, right? So. By the time we went on to look at excursions for the for the for the stops, you know, a few were sold out, especially in Honolulu. So I thought, okay, well, it's going to do it on our own. So we ended that we ended up uh, making our Pearl Harbor day. Uh, so we, oh, nice. we yeah we Ubered over uh, to Pearl Harbor and uh, and spent the day there. Absolutely fascinating. That's great. Uh, yeah, it was like wow, amazing. Uh, we all loved it, wife and, and son, and and then we we just Ubered back to uh, to the ship so we kind of created our, our our own excursion that's awesome how how long how long was the trip from the port to um out to pearl harbor uh, i was like 10, 15 minutes or oh something close like okay yeah, yeah it's close like yeah the the ship was you know it stops kind of yeah it just wasn't too 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 far at all got yeah. it about how much time you know was that sort of excursion how much time did that uh did that take uh, got off the ship around nine thirty, and was probably there, you know, just in around ten to you know ten fifteen or something like that, and then and then um, and then we were we were back on around four thirty. Oh, okay. So you were off most of the day then. We we're off most of the yeah, day, and okay. I can't remember, but I think that that actually it was that was uh, every everybody all aboard again was ten p.m. Oh, so wow, okay. You could have actually stayed. Like we pulled in at eight thirty in the morning, and then and then on board was was ten o'clock that night. Gotcha. So we did, we left just after ten o'clock. Uh-huh. Okay. But I was on by four thirty. Yeah. And was there anything that you would have wanted to do there that you you said there's there you know the port adventures weren't available? Would you have 
wanted a Pearl Harbor port adventure with Disney, or was there something else that you might have wanted to to try out while you were there? Um, no, it would have been that. Like we we were planning on staying when we get off the ship. When we got off the ship, we stayed a week, so we knew we were going to be in that Honolulu area for about ah, a week okay. anyway. Yep. But I thought, well, we're here now. Like, let's go do Pearl Harbor, and then and then at least and and then at least. Um, you know that 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 part of it was done. So I think we were we were heading down the the Pearl Harbor path, regardless. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Great. So the the ship then left Honolulu late that evening. Um, did you wake up in Nawiliwili, or you know, what time did you dock uh, dock it uh, there? It, the it, next so morning. Yeah, the next morning that would have been then the the, the Tuesday, uh, May third. We we pulled in there at eight thirty in the morning. Okay. Uh, so you know you, you get up and and that's a, that's the beauty of this cruise too is every couple of nights you would gain an hour. It's three hour time difference oh. in Vancouver, right? So so when you're you know when you're like you're you're, you're gaining time. So you're waking up kind of earlier and earlier every morning. So. I was up at like easily at seven in the morning, wide awake, and and you go out on your deck and you can see the the tugboat kind of guiding you in. So I I watched us you know come into berth. It was pretty cool. We docked about eight thirty in the morning uh, that day, and we were in 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 easily tied up by like eight fifty. Uh, we were ready to go. Yeah. Okay. And same question, um, you know, what did you what did you do uh, while you were there? So this is this is Kauai, right? This is the island of Kauai. This is, this is the island of Kauai. Okay. So, so this this stop specifically was an overnight. The yes. ship stayed there overnight. Okay, so, so yeah, that so that was one of my questions. So the the ship didn't you know leave go, go out sail around and then come back. It actually just stayed docked uh, for the night. Correct. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, okay. Stayed docked there for the night. So you kind of had two full days there, right? Um, so we, on, so on our, the day we pulled in the first day, uh, we actually did do an, a Disney, Disney excursion. It was amazing. We went to, uh, Waimea Canyon and, and, uh, Spouting Horn. Um, and I'll explain what those, Waimea Canyon is called by, by Mark Twain, the, the grand, uh, the, the, uh, Grand Canyon of the Pacific. There's no words. Like, I mean, I, I, I fly you know, over the Rocky Mountains down to Vancouver uh, regularly. And, and you know, they're beautiful. Like, they're amazing mountains. But this was, like, a whole, like, it was just amazing. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, just Google it. I mean, it's just, it's a mind-blowing. Uh, so we did that. And then we went to the, what they call the spouting horn. And it's an area where there's, like, holes in the rocks. And when the water waves come in and go underneath, they just, you know, the water just blasts oh, out. Cool. Yeah, straight up, right? So, so, so we did that. So that was a five and a half to six hour excursion. Totally uh, amazing. Um, God, I wish I could remember the tour guide. Was it by um, bus? It was by bus. So okay. one, one guy drove, and then one person kind of faced everybody on on the bus. And it was pretty good. There was probably, you know, I think there were forty one of us on oh, that. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, and then, um, and so it included a stop in a couple little towns where you got to do some sort of, you know, small town shopping of the local stuff. We bought some cookies. It was amazing. So that was a great excursion. They had us back, um, at the ship, uh, by about, like I said, I think it kind of went from 10 to about 10 in the morning till three, 
three thirty, four o'clock in, in the afternoon. Yeah, it was amazing. Wow. Okay. And were there, what were the rules about, because you're there for, you know, basically two consecutive days, what were the rules about coming back on the ship and getting, you know, getting off again? Like, did you have to come back, check in at a certain time and then you could get off again? Or, you know what, you know what I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't, th- I don't think so. I mean, it's funny when, when you look at, when you look at the itinerary as it's printed, it had, it had, so because it's an overnight, it has you to get back on board by 11:59 p.m. Okay, and then ashore at 12:01 oh, a.m. Okay, so, so <laughs> technically two minutes, right? It, 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 but yep. I don't think you had to. I, I mean, I can't imagine that anybody didn't. I mean, there was no, I didn't see any, you know, any hotels or anything just on shore. Yeah, that, okay. You know, and I don't. So I don't know. I guess I'm assuming that everybody would have come back. Gotcha. Uh, stayed on stayed on the ship and then and then you know do something different the next day sure sure i i think there might actually be like maritime laws that says you can't can't do that um depending you know where you're where you originally sailed from but but i don't know i just i i I thought that was interesting i've always wondered kind of logistics when you're you know when you're staying overnight in a port um do you know, and I, I meant to look at this before before we got on here, but if you look at the map, like where on Kauai is this port? Is it, you know, on sort of the bottom, s- s- southeast, yeah, bottom right? Yeah, yeah. if you're looking at it, it's kind of on the bottom right right hand side. Okay, so yeah, so I, I guess what I'm getting at is – did you have a chance to sort of experience the sunset? I've always, you know, pictured being in Hawaii and just kind of watching the sunset over the horizon. Um, but it's, you know, if that's where it's located, maybe you didn't have a great view of the sunset, but I'm just curious what your experience was. Yeah. I guess the way we were pointing, the way we were docking, we, we wouldn't have. And then, okay. Um, but on the sea days, when we were crossing, like we were on the starboard side. So we had the sunset every night. Oh, and, wow. Yeah. And it, it's, it was pretty amazing. Yeah. Right. So, um, yeah. So I, I didn't really, I didn't really see the sunset from, uh, the place was New Willy Willy. Yep. Uh, I didn't, I didn't really see the, the okay. sunset from that specific location. And what about day two, uh, in New Willy Willy? What, uh, what'd you do with the second day when you were there? Yeah, that was our, our free day. Uh, about a five minute walk is uh, uh, Kalapaki Beach, and uh, so you could see the beach from the ship. And, and of course, you know this is stuff that before you go, you get on on the Google, you start looking at where you're going to be in relation, and start you know having a strategy on what you're going to do. So um, so we went to to this beach, um, and it was a five minute uh, sort of five to ten minute walk. And, uh, and then we just, we spent the day at the beach and, and there's it, I think there's like a Marriott resort there. There's place, we rented, uh, the bodyboard. So we oh, actually nice. got to go and, and, and do bodyboard and there's some nice waves that were coming in. Um, and so we just spent, we kind of, we got off, I think at about, I don't know, 10, 30, 11 o'clock. I think we did a bit of laundry that morning and then we got off the ship, walked over there and hung out there till about three or four in the afternoon and then, and then went back to the ship and, and actually spent some time in the pool area and on the slide because it was nobody. You remember I said it was only just over a thousand yeah. people. Well, it was even less than that at that point. Right. right? So, so that was day two. We nice. didn't do any ex- 
excursions. We did sort of that hundred yard shuffle yeah. uh, from the ship and it was a beautiful day. It was a nice sunny day. Okay. And yeah, I was actually, uh, it's a good segue into what I wanted to ask you next is just the weather. What was, what, you know, what was like sort of the average temperature? Oh, and I know, <laughs> I know you think in, uh, in terms of, uh, 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 degrees Celsius. So what, uh, what was the, what was the weather like? Was it, was it warm? Was it hot? Like how, how, how uh, how comfortable was it? I guess I would say. Uh, for, for 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 me, it was it was comfortable. I, I I think they would call that like you know the mid eighties. Okay. Um, you know, or something like that. I, it was twenty. Like like I said to my family, like being a weatherman in Hawaii must be kind of boring. It's like twenty nine <laughs> degrees Celsius and sunny almost every day. Yeah. But oddly enough, Kauai is from what from what I understand is like the rainiest. Uh, spot on the planet they get 500 plus inches of rain a year oh, wow in, in in one area on the other side of the of the Waimea Canyon so okay. um, and so it, it, every day there was a bit of cloud like we didn't really have a full day of sun which was kind of good but you know it it uh, it, it was sunny for the most part and yeah really you know really warm and we were I, I didn't you know shorts and t-shirts like every day for you know, while we were there, it was amazing. Nice. Yeah, really okay. good. Nice. All right. And then you had one more uh, port day. That was in Kahului. That's on the island of Maui. Um, yeah. So, again, same same question. What uh, did you do in, uh, in this port? So, in this port, uh, again, it was uh, an excursion. A lot of them were sold out. Um, yeah. So, we ended up, we ended up, I ended up, again, looking on the, on the maps and, um, Google Maps and found that there was an enterprise. So we actually rented a convertible Mustang nice. um, and we kind of did our, did our own thing, right? So we drove down to Kihei first for sort of a morning of, of beach time to lay on the beach. Uh, and I just looked at So 29 Celsius is 84.2 Fahrenheit. Okay, my, very nice. My, uh, my computer here. Um, and so we went down to Kihei for the morning and then had some lunch there, and then drove. Um, there's this this thing called the, the road to Hannah, yes. which is the, the windiest curve, like turning, like you, your steering wheel is never straight for more than about a half a second, right? So, and it, it just winds its way up and around the mountains. We didn't do the whole thing because we were. It's it's a long trek, right? And I would say we probably did about half of it, okay. and uh, and just the, you know the lush green forest and and the sun some spots i mean it's me you can drive and you go a few corners and then all of a sudden you got to put the top on the convertible you know back because you get like a rain shower oh, right wow. and it's, it stops like 30 seconds later and you're back to to you know to 84 degrees fahrenheit and 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 carry on it was a it was an amazing day so that's what we did a bit of beach a bit of road to Hannah uh, on our own with our car rental. Nice. That's a great yeah. idea. Yeah, that's um I've always heard about, you know, the 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 road to Pana or Hana. Um, yeah, and yeah, it just uh, it sounds like sounds like something you, I would want to do if I were to you know to visit visit Maui one day. Yeah, um, and that was another that was another 10 p.m. <clears throat> on board time for everyone. Okay. So again, a bit later a later uh, night. Yeah, that's great that you got so much time um, in each of these ports of call. Uh, a lot of times, you know, I, in my opinion, Disney leaves too early, and for you know, I'm sure there's good reasons for for it, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's nice that you got to get a full day's experience in these, uh, in these Hawaiian ports. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
So, yeah, thanks for going through all those. Uh, definitely a lot of interesting stuff there. Um, one thing that I have always wondered about these cruises, um, it's, you know, it's for me being on sort of the West Coast of the United States, going to Hawaii is kind of a would be, a you know, a big deal. It's a, It would be a big trip to, to get out there. Just the travel time alone would, I think, almost take us like, two or three full days. Um, so, you know, I always want to feel like I am making it worth it to get out there. So would you, in your experience, having been to Hawaii before and now having done a Hawaii cruise, would you say that the, uh, the cruise offers sort of an authentic Hawaii experience? Like, did you, do you feel like you got to experience Hawaii by, by doing the cruise? Uh, not, not, Totally. Like, yeah. I mean, again, you know, it, it, it wasn't really our goal. Again, for, for, for our family and for where we live, you know, it's like when I go on a, on Western or Eastern Caribbean, I'm not going because I'm going for an authentic Caribbean. You know, I'm going because the heat, the palm trees, the sand, I, I want to feel the sand on my feet, right? So um, I, I think... You know, for our family, we have a huge interest in, in sea days. We like those. We like days where we can, you know, disconnect. You know, so I think that was the the agenda. That was kind of the goal um, more than anything. And then there's this sort of bonus that comes with it with, you know, like, yeah, you can get the pina colada and the pineapple and you can take the ukulele lessons and, and that kind of stuff. And you know that you're going, you know, somewhere tropical and and and, and nice so, you know, did it, you know, did it, did it um, offer a bit of a Hawaiian experience? It had the flavor of that sure. for sure. You know what I mean? Like it definitely had the, the flavor that it made me want to go and watch Moana again and Lilo and Stitch in the theater because we were going to Hawaii. So I guess it had a bit of that, Yeah. you know, but did it have it, you know, we, you know, we also had, you know, pirates, pirates night, you know, a pirate of the Caribbean night, right. Which is now happening in the Pacific Ocean instead of in the Caribbean. Yeah. So, you know, there's there's uh, so there, there's a little bit there. Yes. I'll, I'll leave it with that. There was a bit of, of Hawaiian, you know, there for sure, but, you know, not not a lot. Yeah, no, know? and that, that makes total sense. It sounds like you had some, some specific experiences that were authentic Hawaiian experiences, but... You know, it is a like you mentioned. It's a cruise. You're you're going on a cruise, and you're you're really going for the the onboard experience as well as the experiences that you can get in the ports of call. So, um, makes total sense. I think if we were to, you know, our plan for this cruise when we had planned it was to you know to do the cruise and then to spend some some time afterwards or before I don't remember what it was um, in Hawaii to sort of get that Hawaiian uh, authentic experience. So, um, so that's great. Um, would you say there was an experience that you had while you were on this cruise that was, you know, was was more authentic than any others where you said, you know, this, this is Hawaii, this is kind of my Hawaiian experience for uh, for this cruise? Oh, man, that's a good question, Wes. Uh, you know, again, not, not, I was so in vacation mode. Yeah. Especially after a couple of years of being not allowed to be in vacation mode, uh, you know, I'm trying to think. I mean, I did, you know, I did the, uh, yeah, you know what? Not, not for me. Probably that probably would be better a question, you know, for my wife because she did the ukulele lessons, yes. the, lay, the the hula um, stuff for sure. 
um, with, uh, we, we met another, a, a wonderful couple on board as well. And we just, you know, we ended up doing a few of these, quite a few of these things together. It was great. Um, so yeah, for me, it was, it was definitely Disney cruise first with a bit of Hawaiian mixed in as sense. opposed to Hawaiian, you know, on the other way around. If, gotcha. if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. no, it may, that makes, that makes total sense. And it sounds like you, you know, if you wanted those authentic Hawaiian experiences that they, you know, they gave you opportunities to have those. So, um, so that's great. And I think you mentioned before that you stayed in Hawaii for a little bit after your cruise. Is that right? Yeah, you bet. Yeah, okay. we stayed. Uh, we stayed a week. Okay. Uh, so, did you did you rent a house? Did you you know stay in a hotel? What what what'd you do for uh, for that week that uh, after your cruise? Yeah, we stayed at a, at a hotel um, just right by the the zoo area, uh, right right on the beach. Um, was great. I mean, it was just amazing. You know, breakfast every morning on the twenty first floor overlooking uh, Waikiki. Um, so we stayed right there. We did, uh, we did a, a bunch of things there. We did something every day, whether it was going to Hanama Bay to go snorkeling, the zoo, um, you know, every day we, we, we tried to do and, and just, you know, laying around the, on the beach, something that, uh, where I'm at right now, I'm not going to be doing again for, for quite a while. So it was, it was a fun week. It was really good. That's great. So I am going to ask you maybe the hardest question uh, of, of, you know, of all these podcast interviews. You got to give me the best thing about your cruise and then you got to give me the worst thing about your cruise. All right. Well, <laughs> let, let, I, only one thing. Is that, hey, is yeah, that? I mean, I, well, I'll give you a little bit of leeway there. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> I mean, they, they kind of, they kind of, I'll do the worst thing first. Okay. I mean, with, Definitely with, first of all, Disney's got to fix their internet with, because I, I, I do, you know, as much as we were out in the middle of nowhere and, and there, I did have to have some connectivity. And this is something that I've heard across the board is that we, we are in, in 2022 and they, they've got to get a little stronger uh, with, with their internet. Got to get a little, okay, little bit more I, I, with I, the technology. The worst, the worst thing for me was um was definitely and i understand where where it's coming from and and you know but it, it doesn't take the anxiety away was the covid testing on him oh, yes right so um you know any and, and i know that that's changing I, I just something just came out that i think i haven't fully read it but you know it, it, it is it's changing to make things a little bit easier so you know for me where i live like having to go only to vancouver which is an hour and a half away uh, to get on the ship, if if I tested positive and couldn't go, it you know yeah bummer. But you know at least I'm not far from home. I'm still right. When we were when we were booked for this uh, this trip to go out of Florida out of Port Canaveral, I mean well that's a long way to go uh, into another country. Right, right, right. And there were people that came over from the UK, you know. So you know for them to come that far, so that's pretty stressful on people. I witnessed it firsthand. Um, watching people, you know, after they got tested and they're waiting for their cleared to sail, like, you know, the, like the anxiety is, is high. You know, we tested that morning with our own kits in the room and, and we were negative. So we're pretty certain, but you know, you never know. Yeah. So it, it sort of adds this, you know, we had gone down to Vancouver a couple of days before and we were kind of in hibernation mode. We didn't even really want to go do anything because we were afraid what if we pick something up right. while we're, you know, while we're out for dinner? So it does. That was the worst thing. It, it did, vacation didn't really start till 
eleven forty nine a.m. on that. Tuesday, I was just gonna. Right? I was just gonna say that I've heard many, many people say that they 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 feel like they can't even be excited for their cruise until yeah. after they've gone through that. You know, yeah. normally leading up to a cruise vacation, you're yeah. the day before you're you're on this high, but because of the, you know because of the anxiety that comes with this testing, you just you're you're not fully in vacation mode until you've uh, you've you've passed or I guess failed. I don't know which way you, you, you which way <laughs> yeah. you look at it. You know that test once you're once yeah. you're through the testing and you're you're cleared to sail. So I, I totally totally understand uh, where you're coming from there. Yeah. Yeah, so that that was the worst thing. I mean, everything else was 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 wonderful, but you know, the the, the best thing kind of ties into, you know, there was something to be said about five sea days when you first leave the 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 port. That was amazing. Um, the low number of people on there that's yeah. not going to last forever. I think that's more specific to that, you know, to that right now this this time and and that cruise. Um, I can't say enough about the the staff um, that we had uh, on there. Like I know Disney tries to do, you know, there maybe you know the the Disney differences, as I say, um, and I've heard, but the the staff are all amazing. Like everybody, like yeah. everybody, it really felt. It, you could tell, you know, I don't know. I mean, I felt like you could see these were people that, like, you know, for two years got, you know, and and they're back and and working, and they were happy to see people. The magic was still there, the fireworks, the, you know, I mean, it just goes on and on, but it, it was, it was, it was, it was pretty good. Like the five days at, at sea were, were a lot of fun for us. Nice. Yeah. We really liked that. That's great. So, um, if you could do the same cruise over again, would, would, would there be anything that you would have done differently? You know, now that you've experienced it, now that you've, you've done it, anything you would have done differently if you were to do it again? No, not at all. No, it was good. That's, that's it was, awesome. Perfect the way, the, the way the way it went down. I mean, we were looking for some vacation, some good family time, uh, and and mission accomplished. I mean, it was, it was it was great. So yeah, like it, <laughs> nothing 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 that nothing not much to change. No, it was that's, good. That's great. It's I mean, it's awesome to come back from a vacation and have no regrets about about anything. So um, yeah. something to be said for that. Well, Paul, thank you for doing this. I really appreciate you coming on and, and sharing your experience with me and with us. And um, like this is this was a cruise that I, I really wanted to go on in 2020. We were really excited for it. Uh, and and so, you know, I got to live vicariously a little bit through uh, through you and through your story. So I appreciate you coming on and, uh, and doing that for me. Yeah, you're welcome, Wes, for sure. I, I, I love the podcast. I love what you do. Um, you know, so thank you for having me. Um, if you end up getting any questions regarding, you know, I know that, you know, for the uh, Alaska markets or any questions about Vancouver, just reach out to me. Sure. Uh, and I can, you know, I can I can help you out. And, and like, yeah, like I said, man, it's uh, been a pleasure uh, talking to you. And, uh, Likewise. And you thanks. Well, thanks. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for those words. I, I really appreciate that. And, uh yeah, maybe I'll talk to you again uh, soon sometime. Sounds good. Have a great day. You too. As a reminder, you can connect with the show by following along on Twitter at the DCL Dude or by liking us on Facebook at facebook.com slash DCL Dude Podcast. Please feel free to ask a question, leave a comment, drop a note, or share the podcast with your followers. I'd also be very grateful if you could rate the podcast on iTunes and leave a review. Of course, if there's anything I can do to improve your listening experience, 
please let me know. Thanks so much for listening. Mm-hmm.